what's up guys what's going on i'm back to falling theology and uh we are on the last chapter of john first john and we are coming to a close here guys we are on chapter 5 verse 13 through 15 just a couple of verses if you haven't read them go ahead and stop the tape and uh read them come back and we'll answer the four questions if you've already read them let's let's dive on in man what does it say it says uh, i write these things so that you may know that you have life eternal. This is this is the point of the book. He said these things a couple of times, but this right here, I think, is the most poignant one because it's the last one. He's like reiterating all the things that he said, that everything that he's he's gearing up that he said before that he's gearing up to say now is so that we may know that we have life in Christ. So we may know that we have eternal life, that we may know we have a relationship with the Father. Now, he says those who believe in the Son of God, the name of the Son of God. Man, there's power in the name, ain't it? There's power in the name. And he says that is how we know that we have life, is that we believe in the name of the Son of God. We believe in who he says he is, which is a couple of things, obviously, that we got to remember, that he came in the flesh, that he died, and that he is also 100% God, so that he's 100% man and 100% God. That is what we have to believe and that he gave his life so that we might have it. And that the only way that we can have the father is through the son. Those are the things that we must believe in order to have a life eternal. And he says, and this is the confidence that we have before him, is that uh, whatever we ask according to the will of God, he hears us. And then we know that if he hears us, then whatever we ask, we have those requests that we have asked of him. He said this a little bit earlier about that uh, whatever we ask that we'll receive. And this, I think he goes and defines a little bit further. And then we'll see after that just a little bit more of what he's talking explicitly about again. But I think right here, he is saying that our desires need to be lined up with that of the fathers. And when our desires are lined up with the fathers, then, man, we know that whatever we ask, we're going to receive from them. And he also says that we have this confidence because the reason that we believe in who the son is, it changes our hearts and it causes us to desire the things that God desires. It causes us to, to want the things that God wants. And so then we begin to ask the things that God calls us to ask for, whether it be uh, the salvation of our, our, our friends or our family members or uh, the, uh, the justice being seen or grace being shown Whatever it may be, when we start having that intimate relationship with him, as we begin to know him more, then we begin to have those desires that he desires. And then we ask those things of him. So what's it say about God? Well, it says here that God hears our prayers and he answers them accordingly. So God hears us. He hears our prayers for sure. That's without a doubt. And then he answers them according uh, to our own desires. I was reading in James and it talks about, why uh, do we ask and don't receive is because we ask with wrong motives. And so John here is trying to counteract that. He's saying you got to have the right motives by desiring the things that God desires. And then what's to say about man is that we got to believe in the son of God. We must believe in the name of Jesus. If we are to have life eternal, that is the only way that we can have life is believing in the name of Jesus. And then also that we should align our desires with his desires. When we desire what he desires, man, God's power moves. 
And how, how can we apply this? Well, I think how, how, the question is, how do we line our desires up with them? Well, I think we fully believe and fully trust and fully have faith in the person of Jesus Christ. So when we fully allow ourselves to trust in who Jesus is and what he's done for us, then we begin to, to um, see all the things that he says as good. And so when our desires don't line up with the things he says, we recognize it's probably because there's something out of line. There is something um, distorted with the way that we are thinking, believing, and trusting. And when there's something that's distorted out of line or uh, messed up, then we just default to what God says. And if we default to what God says, uh, then we will always be aligned with his desires. Even if our flesh, because our heart is deceitful above all things. So even when our flesh thinks it's a better way, well, we default and say, well, I know that I, I God is all good and I trust him. And so I'm going to just allow my desires to line up with his desires. Easier said than done, I know. But for application today, let's just start that way. Let's just allow the spirit to move in us, which he has given us, which John continues to talk about throughout this scripture, that we should trust the spirit which he's given us. And so let's let's just try that today. Let's just try and uh, bend to the will of the spirit that's within us so that our desires are lined up with his desires. I thank you guys for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.